0: Think about that that transition over from the merchandising side. Any advantage in sort of your current role on this side of the business? You understand that every single one of our owners—they're like chief,
1: you know, cook and bottle washer. They're doing everything for their organization. One of the biggest challenges we have is kind of figuring out what message to deliver and what is the most important thing. And that comes with just listening to the members' needs, not just trying to hit them with a fire hose of information.
0: Welcome into the Independent Thinking podcast. This is your host Rob Stott. One of the things I really enjoy and um, you know appreciate about being able to, to host the podcast and uh, doing it for the nationwide family here is that you, the individuals you get to talk to—not just you know the retail side—is one thing, and um, I, I think you know I'd always say that member conversations are some of my most favorite, and vendors close behind, and then you get to the NMG team and. The, the personalities and the backgrounds here are so vastly, um, you know, they vary. And, and there's a lot of just incredible knowledge and expertise on this team that, uh, you know, you get to sit down with some people and pick their brains and, and learn so much, not just about their backgrounds and kind of what they do, but, uh, you know, how they're able to make a difference in our retailers' uh, daily lives and their businesses and uh, bring a lot to the table for them and, and just to see them pull strings here at Nationwide and, and kind of the work that you Know this team does is is always fun to, you know, I, I think feature on a podcast and, and be able to share, you know, that person or, or that team's knowledge. And today's no different. Uh, we got Patrick Maloney, uh, someone who's been here, I, crazy to think, but less than a decade, uh, nine and a half years as we're ha- having this podcast with him, our uh, EVP, a membership here at Nationwide Marketing Group, and someone that uh, feels like, you know, he's had more than a, a decade's worth of impact on the independent retail channel. But uh, you know, we saw, you know, start on the appliance and the, the merchandising side. And, uh, you know, last couple of years has uh, been, you know, working with our events team and and the membership side and our MSM team, the field team here um, to really, you know, help them, you know, make the best experience for our members, you know, from whether it is on the event side or, or making sure that they know what, um, you know, the, the tools that are available to them and, uh, you know, the the programs from the merchandising team and you know back down to business and financial services and all the other offerings that are you know available kind of helping make sense and help figure out what it is that our members need and you know what levers they can pull to you know move their businesses forward a a little bit at a time each day so um Awesome to have Patrick. You know, we, we dove into your work just off of primetime not too long ago, uh, able to talk about that experience and what he heard from members down in Orlando through to, you know, the the tools that he's most excited about, the passion projects that he's working on here at Nationwide, and um, chief among them being Prime Metrics and, and everything that's going on there and uh, seeing the impact that that's had on members' businesses. So, lots to dive into. Uh, I had a lot of fun talking with PJ, always a, a great guy to sit down with. and Uh, learn from. So uh, excited to share that conversation with you here. So let's just dive into it. This is Patrick Maloney, our EVP of membership here on the Independent Thinking Podcast. all right we are back on the independent thinking podcast and it's if you're watching the video version it might be a battle of the uh the short sleeve tees is that or a short sleeve button-ups no, what do we got going on up. oh it's just rolled up all right <laughs> well the, the the battle of the button-ups over here so <laughs> mine is not buttoned up but i'm trying to hang on to summer here uh you know I, the bright colors you got the early spring vibes going mr patrick maloney
1: <laughs> <laughs> just trying to i'm trying to draw attention away from my face you know?
0: <laughs> hey every day man me too i hear you but no i mm-hmm. i appreciate uh you know you you hopping on uh early this morning and and you know getting ready to chat with us on a podcast here our evp of membership jumping into the podcast and uh i I think this is two weeks in a row now i've had someone that you know i've i've podcasted with in a previous life but not on this podcast so it's nice to be able to have you on here and do this uh for for the nationwide family yeah no i appreciate you having me awesome about it well, for, for those that don't know, aside from being someone that has no problem uh, you know making height jokes in front of our a thousand of our friends in in, uh, in Orlando, what would you say? What what's the brief background on on Patrick Maloney and, and who you are and uh, kind of a, a brief background on you?
1: Yeah, it's funny you say that. I, I don't even notice that I'd say those <laughs> things and so many like four people come up and like, Oh man, I love that you can make those jokes. I'm like, what jokes? <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, so it, it, but um, yeah, hey, and I'm short. So what are you going to do? <laughs> so um, yes, th- first of all, thanks for having me. Um, I have currently I've been with Nationwide nine and a half years, so nine years and six months this month, um, and I've done a couple different things. Currently, I manage our field team um, and our new events team. Um, so we've got you know a field team of about fifty folks, you know that are in the market every single day, you know working hand in hand with our members and you know, try to solve real world problems. Um, The cool thing about it is like, you know, they're a conduit for us um, to get two-way communication to our members, right? So whether it's, you know, us saying, hey, this is the latest and greatest thing, but probably more importantly, you know, we get information back from our members, you know, that we can make actionable, right? Here's a real world challenge that we need a solution for. So it's been a very rewarding um, role for me and, and working with, you know, this this really uber talented team of folks out in the field. Um, when I first started with Nationwide, I, I really I worked in the merchandising piece of the business. So I ran our appliance business uh, for several years and then I took over all of merchandising over all the categories. So <clears throat> there's not a lot going on in this head, but there's a lot of merchandising and and uh, and kind of, you know, member first focus that I've learned you know through the years of being here.
0: Well, what do you think about that That transition over from the merchandising side? Do you, any advantage in sort of your current role in, in what yeah, you're doing? Yeah, for sure.
1: I, I would say this, um, and, and this is probably, it's funny, um, Tom Hickman, our president, and I, you know, when we look back at our careers, we've had these kind of, you know, they've, they've kind of paralleled. We never worked together until we got to Nationwide, but um, I would say, you know, both of us had mer- uh, Mark, I'm sorry manufacturing backgrounds, yep. right? So, yep. we, you know, he was on the CE side of the business. I was on the appliance side of the business. Um, and then both had some retail experience and then um, jumped on to this side of the business. So, you know, as those those kind of things in your mind, you kind of know how the manufacturer works and you know kind of what the retailer needs. Um, and it's very similar even within this organization, right? As, as we're, um, you know, with each merchandise or, you know, it's the, the, you know, the appliance deal or the the furniture bedding deal is the most important thing that, you know, we've got to get out. Um, but on this side of the business, you understand that, you know, these guys are every single one of our owners. They're like chief, you know, cook and bottle washer. They're doing everything for their organization every single day, right? They turn the sign open, yep. you know, they make sure the fuels in the truck and the insurance is paid. And sometimes, you know, where you think it's the most important thing, you've got to rush this to them. They've got other things going on in their businesses. So, you know, one of our one of the biggest challenges we have is kind of figuring out what message to deliver and what is the most important thing. And that comes with just listening to the members needs and saying, okay, we've got this or we've got that for you. Not just trying to hit them with a fire hose of information,
0: right? Which I, I know can certainly be a struggle. You're talking to a communicator, so I know that challenge, man. It's uh, it's interesting <laughs> yeah. to navigate for sure. So, uh, but you mentioned the the two parts of, of the business that you're currently overseeing, and I know we'll we'll dive into both. I want to start on the event side because we're just coming yeah. off we're we're just fresh off of prime time. I, I was just saying in another episode, too, you know, it feels like it was either a day ago or like a month ago. I'm not really sure. I'm in this weird feeling of how far, how long ago was primetime. But, um, you know, the first event, you know, we did it all in-house. I, I want to kind of first get your take on, um, you know, the, having that new events team. It's obviously in a very exciting time for Nationwide here. Um, You know, what what's just sort of your initial takeaway from primetime and what that experience was like?
1: Yeah, I'd say a couple of things. One is, yeah, we did take... Um, the events program in-house and we had been partnered with a with a partner for years that did a great job and, and taught us a lot of great things but you know we felt like you know we we kind of we wanted to practice what we preach we tell our members hey they need to own the experience you know all of these things you to train right and, and we were kind of sourcing that out so it was a great opportunity for us to take it in and practice what we preach we um, had brought Melissa Stenson in you know, a few years back to help run some of our VIP events and some regional events. Um, And she put together this just world-class team to help support her. And it's one of those things where you, you know, you, I knew she was awesome at what she did, but you just never know how someone's going to be as a manager. And she brought in great people and then gave them direction and got out of their way and let them do their jobs. And I mean, the result was phenomenal. Um, And again, this was our first one, right? So we had people that, Oh, what we didn't really even realize, like, that's probably the best compliment. Like, Oh, it seems like the same thing. Um, But we had a majority of folks came up and said, something's different. Something feels, you know, something's cleaner, quicker, faster, you know, more efficient. So, um, you know, those were, we got a ton of praise for that, but I think the opportunity for us is we go into the future is to really own this and, and, you know, do different and unique things. So we're excited, really, really excited about that.
0: And I mean, the crazy thing is you see how quickly that team came together and just gelled and it was awesome to, to kind of see the, uh, you know, sometimes some, you know, areas of the business, you got to wait a little bit for results. They got to see it in person in action as they were doing it. So it was cool to see the, uh, the proof was in the pudding, if you will. down there. Yeah. And it's one of those things like I, you know, I
1: work with them every, you know, we had meetings a couple of times a week leading up to it for months and, but when you see, you know, when, you know, there's boots on the street and people are running <laughs> around and everybody's calm and every everything's working efficiently, it's, I, w- I was humbled by, you know, how incredible they handled it.
0: Yeah. How about on the, you know, the, you, you mentioned a little bit, some of the member feedback, you know, obviously great to hear that, you know, some of them didn't even recognize, but just from the experience in general, uh, you know, what was the feeling coming out of primetime for you from, from the membership?
1: Yeah. I, I, well, I mean, we think primetime was a huge success, right? Both for our members and for our vendors. Um, but really it just felt like we were back, you know, Yeah. although we had, you know, a show in Phoenix, this one just felt like it had more energy. Um, and I think it had a lot to do with kind of what's going on in the market. You know, inventory is starting to level. So manufacturers came with some pretty aggressive programming. Um, we had some really cool things going on, like in our luxury space, you know, that focus continues and we had SKS, we had, you know, a Thermador monogram, Fisher and Pica, like just, really cool events going on on the show floor um, for those folks that were engaged in luxury Um, as always our member to member interaction, like that, you know, that peer interaction um, is such a big piece of what we do. Um, But we, you know, like exclusive brands, like element appliance, you know, had a great show. So um, I'd say overall from a, you know, for the member manufacturer kind of relationship, that was really strong. I'll tell you, we had, I had one of our largest members tell me unsolicited said, listen, I got up every single morning, you know, with the birds to go to your nationwide learning academies. Um, so these, you know, NLAs, um, he said, I- I've, I've been going to them and they just keep getting better and better and better. And they make me, I get up earlier and earlier and earlier just to be there. Um, but he said the content just continues to wow. Right. And, and it's, Again, that kind of real world problem solving, like whether it's, you know, a service leaders network or human resources, there's just so many different pieces of information um, that that they can gain out of this. Yeah, we um, I I would say, you know, we sat in a meeting where, you know, we have we had some um, members and I looked around the room and each member had, you know, between five and seven folks with them. Um, at, you know, sitting at this meeting, and I was like, wow, that's interesting. You, you know, usually just used to be just the principals and like the buyer came. But with kind of our expanded um, touch points, with, like I said, whether it's service or HR or, you know, whatever it is, delivery and install, um, we're seeing our members bring more people from their organization that head up different parts of their organization to learn. And that's rewarding and challenging, right? We, we need to come up with, you know, more and more content and, 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 You know, solve more problems, but I was blown away at how many folks, actual individual members, brought.
0: Yeah, and I mean, you you said it. The that member example again up earlier. When you go to a breakfast, you see seven a.m. on the schedule, and you're expecting it to be able to like just walk in. I'll walk in. I'll get whatever I want. Get right to the front of that book, and it's packed. It's unbelievable. It's a really kind of eye-opening at first experience the first time and then you're like well you, you see what's going on there and you get it it's like they're they're engaged with the show they're engaged with the content and want to be up and talking with one another and it was uh very much sort of that uh, and this kind of segues into the next question but almost like a getting back to normal feeling for what primetime has always been like uh, right. you know you think beyond this pandemic as things are turning around and things but um you know i i know that too that getting back to normal back to the basics that was a big push at this show and we heard it on the main stage and uh, both when Tom was on stage and, and then you and Aaron took the stage as well. So talk about that a little bit about, you know, this message of sort of getting back to the basics as a retailer and, and why you guys were trying to drive that home, you know, at, yeah, at the show. And,
1: yeah. And when you say it, um, you know, it sounds overly simplified, right? right? Hey, that's get back to basics. No problem. Um, <laughs> and to your point, we said it in the keynote, we said it from the main stage. And, and, you know, one of the things we said and, and I said it to the group was, you know, over the last, several years, we could be less than perfect and still run this wildly successful business. You know, so, you know, essentially customers just came in and said, if you have it, I don't care what color it is, I'm taking it. Right. So um, we kind of, I wouldn't say fat and happy, but we, we created some bad practices or tendencies. Um, You know, I think about you know, how many dealers tell me they were holding inventory for customers. So they had, they were overstocked with inventory, but they didn't have anything to sell because they were holding it for customers for this one last piece, making multiple trips to, you know, the same consumer's home um, taking your eye off kind of the extended warranty attachment, just like simple stuff that, um, you know, things that they would do every single day that got them to where they are today. Um, and so we said, you know, just, you just got to get back to basics like, you know, look at your floor, look at your planogram. You know, over the last couple of years, they've been filling it with whatever they could if they're even filling it right there. Could right. Be a, it could just be a hole. Um, but we were joking. We actually, we joked from the main stage too, right? There were, I think people were going into every single corner and recess of their warehouse and just pulling whatever they had out, putting it on the floor. So there wasn't an empty space. And we said, right. you know, raise your hand if you have a harvest gold refrigerator on your floor today. Right. <laughs> and and unfortunately there were a couple of hands that went up. So, you know, just that type of thing that, you know, how do we, how do we just, you know, get back to focusing on the, the strengths that got you there?
0: No, that make, makes a lot of sense. And I, I mean, is that, you kind of mentioned it from the merchandising and, and what is on the show floor perspective. Is there other areas of the business that you think they can kind of focus more on or, or that should be given more attention right now that maybe weren't? Um, you know, over the past, cause I mean, not to say that business was easy, but to your point, you know, if, if a cu- if a customer was out looking for something, supply chain issues were a challenge. So it was almost like everyone was in this mindset of if, if you have it, I'll take it. And, and obviously as things get back, that's sort of not where we are anymore. Um, but are, are there certain areas, whether it is on the show floor or is it other parts of the business that, that really need to be sort of emphasized more for, from the retail perspective?
1: Yeah, I would say almost across the board within their entire organization, you know, it's time to focus on just getting back to your efficiencies. You know, where, you know, again, prior to the last two years, you know, our folks were running these wildly efficient businesses that they, you know, they knew exactly how many stops that truck was going to make. They were looking at attachment rates of, you know, extended warranties. Um, they were training, training, training. Right. So they, the salesperson knew exactly what models they were going to push this week. They knew exactly what promotion was happening. Um, And like I said, over, over the last couple of years, probably we, it just got easier to to do a transaction. No, there was no sales involved. And and so through the course of this, you know, these last couple of years, I would say the, you know, there's new folks in the store that don't know the old ways. They don't know, you know, the process. And so um, what we've emphasized with our, um, all of our dealers is just get, just it's your business, run your business. Don't let the business run you. Um, and again, I, I had a, another member that's a really large member. So I went down to my floor and just said, what are we doing? Like w- what happened? You know? And, and, and it's not one of those, like I think they probably knew in the back of their mind that, Hey, we got to get this right, but I'll do it tomorrow. Well, it's tomorrow. <laughs> and so um, so, you know, really, figuring out efficiencies in your, you know, floor traffic or, or, your, on your, on your floor, um, delivery, install, all of those things where you can get better and, you know, utilize whether it's product training or sales training. Um, that's, that's where I think that their focus needs to be. The other, the other area I'd say is probably advertising. Like, um, things are changing, like foot traffic is down and, Maps are starting to come back, right? Promotional advertising prices are coming back. Um, it feels like big box is gonna, you know, they they only have one lever, right? Their lever is, hey, you know, we're gonna we're gonna cut price, yep. and so um, we've been we've had, you know, really successful businesses fighting that same fight for years, you know, again outside of the last couple of years. So we know that, but it's just kind of getting those muscles back in shape to do that. And so when we talk about you know, advertising, maybe it's not, um, maybe it's not a big remodel advertising, but more focused on, um, you know, customers that are coming in under duress and, you know, replacement. Um, so, you know, focus on in-stock on display, that type of thing. And then even those ones that aren't coming in under duress or are more discerning, right? They're not just saying, Hey, you've got it. I want it. They want to now know how the piece works or, you know, this, they saw this other price. So you just need to be ready um, to engage a customer at that level. It,
0: uh, it, it's a, another maybe bad metaphor, but you know, it's kind of like the, the pandemic 15 that we all put on that we've realized like, Oh crap, we got to get back to the gym. Gyms are open, right? We got to go work yeah. out again. And it's, it's not, there's not one set of body muscles that you work out. You got to work out the whole body. So it's, uh, you know, it's similar for the retailer, right? They, they might've gotten, you know, a little relaxed in how they went about business over the last couple of years that pandemic was going on and, business was a little different, but now it's time to, all right, we'll get back to sort of what we were doing and, and rework those, uh, you know, the retail muscles, if you will, of, of how uh, they had to fight for business and, and, you know, compete with the, the big box across the street, that sort of stuff. So it, I, I mean, it makes sense the way you're describing it. Yeah. And it's
1: not, it's, it's, you know, as we have those conversations, I mean, and these conversations come from members as well. Like there's not like what you call me. They're like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, you know what? You're right. I, I do, you know? and, and, and i think it just takes either and again some of this comes up in those peer to peer communications i think the you know when you hear it from somebody else that's been you know fighting the fight you know a couple of counties over they go oh you know what you're right let's and and so we've got a ton of tools in place to kind of help you know get that get back to the gym we've got the gym you know we've got all the the equipment here you know how do you get to use it
0: absolutely well that's a that's a great uh you know kind of transition because i want to dive into some of those things you know you talk about the you know getting the show floor right and or getting your showroom right and showing the right product that sort of stuff i know we've got you know i think to prime metrics and everything that has happened in that area um you, you talk about sort of the uh I, I don't know, the, the multi, uh, kind of uh, versatile workout equipment that, that exists in gyms where you can do like 17 different workouts. Primetric seems to be that, that sort of uh, tool bench there. And, right. um, you know, it, it, we've got market, we've got the assortment rationalization and tool and, uh, the POS bench, all that stuff that, you know, we're a couple years in now. So I, I mean, it's, it's, what do you, what are you seeing from the tool and how members are using it and, um, yeah. the benefits it sort of had.
1: Yeah, I, I will say this is one of those ones that's kind of been a it, it it for for Tom and I, it's been this passion project, you know, for the last five or six years. And, and again, coming from the manufacturing side, um, and we both ran independent business on the manufacturing side. And so we would sit in meetings and you know, that say, hey, we ran this event over the weekend, Monday morning come in. Lowe's would say I sold this many, Best Buy would say I sold this many, you know. Depot would say, I right. sold this many, and the, you know, you just go, well, I, I, don't know, I, I think we did good. You know, I talked to two dealers; I think it did well. Like there was no, and so unfortunately, um, independent retail is getting overlooked in some of those, you know, in the in the Benton Harbors and Charlotte's of the world, Louisville's of the world, where they're just not getting a seat at the table. Not, not because they're not really important to the business, and I could argue more important than than big box just because of mix. Um, but because of lack of information. So it was just easy to go, OK, we we know these three factors. Let's go this way. And so as a result, you know, we weren't getting the nod in, in inventory. It became apparent through COVID inventory um, and, you know, new product development and all of those things along the line. So, you know, as we built this out, we're up to, I think, three and a half billion dollars in, in wow. retail sales coming in. Um, and it's every category, every brand. Um, and to your point, we've, we've taken that and instead of um, just kind of downloading all this information, hey, we got a bunch of numbers, um, we've put it into something that's kind of digestible. And so, you know, whether you want to look at what your market looks like and who your competitors are and who's selling what, here's, here's a tool for you. Um, if you want to see what, you know, your point of sale is doing against the total, here's a tool for you. Um, And then I think you mentioned that this assortment rationalization tool, I think, is probably um, one of the most um, unique and and will be the strongest tool that we have in our toolbox for now. I mean, we're going to continue to build on this thing, but, you know, this assortment rationalization tool essentially takes the top 50 SKUs by category. And, you know, we we don't just rank them by units, right? There's an algorithm in there that says, hey, this is the most productive SKU that you could put on your floor. It has every single price bucket, um, you know, by the industry. So between 2.99 and 3.99, here's the volume being down there, um, and then you can put, you know, the, the members um, lineup. So from 10 feet away, it looks like a checkerboard. You can see where the holes are, yep. and you can see where the opportunities are. So, you know, from a member standpoint, they can use that to say, okay, well, I have, you know, these. This is the piece I have, but this is the number one selling piece. I can either go back to this manufacturer and negotiate a better price. Or I can sub this one out. Um, and then uh, we, our merchants use that with the manufacturers to say, hey, if you want to be number one, here's, here's, what, here's what needs to be true. Um, we are super sensitive about the information. You know, we sign NDAs with all of our members um, so that we don't share individual information. But in total, you can say, hey, here's where the puck is and here's where you are right. <laughs> uh, if you want to be. And then the, then the manufacturer has a choice. As opposed to, you know, in my prior life, it was, we, we didn't have a choice. It was like, we're going to go this way and hopefully, and then, you know, you yep. try to fight for a, a skew. Um, we're seeing manufacturers actively um, engage our merchant team to say, how, what, what do you need? What needs to be true for us to be, you know, one through five, or we have this opportunity, you know, or we have these parts or we have this product what can we build to, to really win in this space? So um, it's been, it's, and it's going to get so much better. Um, But I think a couple things, one scale alone, just the the sheer volume that we have in there. Um, It's it, you know, when we first started it, it was manual. We were like, Hey, just what, send us a, you know, just send us an Excel sheet or whatever. Um, Now it's all, you know, being funneled in, we're working uh, with the, uh, POS partners way upstream and they're, yep. they're sending us the information. Um, and then we've taken the information and put it into these, like I said, digestible formats. And so instead of just getting a bunch of numbers, you're getting a report that says, here's what I want. Or if you want Hey, listen, I only want to see dishwashers or I only want to see uh, top load laundry. Boom. You can do that. And so um, we're, we're, we actually are seeing our manufacturers really, really hungry for it. Um, just because it never existed. And then the second part of it is, you know, we're getting information on Sub-Zero Wolf Viking that are traditionally not, you know, they're, they're um, sold through distribution, you know, sold direct. They don't, they, they haven't really involved anyone in the independent channel and we do 95% of the business. Right. So, so those luxury manufacturers are super engaged in saying oh okay this is what our target is so it's been really
0: successful the, the cool thing is like on the manufacturer side it seems like it's almost creating competition for them right like oh, yeah. getting them excited about like all right well what can I do and, and wanting to more actively work with you know our teams and our dealers to to you know improve their rankings if you will in in yeah. the tool but on the member side I think one of the best examples I heard was I, I believe it was at a regional event where um, there's a member who was very active with it. And I, I mean, the easiest way he described it was it took all of the guesswork as a merchant out of his daily life. Like he, mm-hmm. he could just, instead of saying, well, I think, you know, I and I mean, this goes prior to, you know, the couple of years that Primetrics has been around in this art tool, right? Is, you know, you go around and you, you use your gut. What, what do you think works? What do you think your cu- customers are going to want? And there's ways you could talk to them and things like that. But now to have hard data to go and make those decisions and um, I'm sure something, uh, you know, back to think back to your retail days, you probably wish you would have had. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Well, the, the cool thing about
1: it is it's just the facts. And from there, you can still use your gut, right? Like right. you can say, yeah, I like it, but I still like this piece better because of this, this, and this and local market knowledge and all of those things. But um, it's funny you say that because we call it art, the science of retail. Yeah. And so, you know, there's if, there is a science behind it, but at the end of the day, you know, you can still finger paint if you want.
0: So, so. <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but I, I mean, what you mentioned some of the, I, I know, you know, things are way in the works and down the road and probably above both of our heads as far as, you know, the possibilities and, and data and things like that. But what's kind of um, ideal state for what Prime Metrics is or, or how it's used from on both the the member side and the manufacturer side? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I would say this, we're probably probably um, just by nature, by virtue of our member type and base, um, today we're more heavily skewed from a volume standpoint to appliances. That said, we have hundreds of million dollars in mattress sales that are going through there as well. Um, so you know the short the short term, like we and I think we've worked out kind of the this market, this arc, and this point of sale comparison um, to where we can continue to scale that up and, you know, with excellence, that was one of the things that, um, you know, as a group, we got together and said, there's all these things that we could do down the road, but let's, let's perfect these in the, in the process and the system. And that's where we are today. There's a, there's, the next step is bringing that kind of mattress furniture and bedding, um, you know, that piece into that same structure. Now we've got the, you know, we've got the bones, we can just put that meat on it. Um, It's a unique business. uh, All of those, because you know, in appliances, it's you know a skew is a skew is a skew. In in mattresses, it you know (laughs) there's there's so many different variables. So, but we've got some, we've got a system and matching and some algorithms built into that that can can Mm -hmm. take like products and and push them together. So we we're we're down the path on um, building that up, and I think you know I think that is um, that will be really powerful in that space. And then you know. Listen, we've talked about this week, you know, um, maybe I won't m- mention any names, but we're, <laughs> we're going to be the best resource um, for independent retail sales, period. Um, so what, what, regardless of the category, um, and it's something that, you know, has been our North Star f- from day one. I mean, when, you know, we didn't have anything, we we're like, this is where we need to be. And, and it's not for any other reason than to get to your point, better deals or better values or, you know, become a voice at the table um, for the independent channel within these, you know, really important manufacturers, um, home offices. And then, you know, we're always going to work on making it easier for our members to access the information. Cause we just, we don't want to slide a, you know, a big ream of paper with numbers on it. We want to have actionable things that can come out of it because, you know, that's one of those, we always ask ourselves, so what, you know, so, okay, here are all the numbers. So what, well, we want to say, Hey, here, do these three things and you could improve your business. Um, so those are our goals to make it, you know, something that, um, we can diagnose and then create, you know, give the medicine, you know, here's a prescription for, for solving it.
0: No, that's all. Awesome. Well, to, to bring it full circle, I mean, you think kind of where career path started for you and, and what you're doing now, I, the passion is awesome to see and, and the, uh, the, you know, the, the drive to, you know, lead the teams that are working on these tools and things like that. And, and, you know, getting the tools in front of our members and obviously on the event side and helping members sort of bring it all together themselves. I got to be kind of cool from, from your seat right now to, to see what you're working on and uh, any, you know, do you miss appliances at all? <laughs> Do you miss merchandising at uh, well, all? You, yeah.
1: I mean, be, you know, it's funny. It's not like I'm out of, you know, you're yeah, never out of right, it, right? Right. Like, right. It's like uh, the godfather. Yeah. Uh, but be, be, because, you know, when we when I talk about real world challenges with yeah. our members, I mean, those challenges are with, yeah. you know, whether it's a, you know, it can be manufacturers, it could be marketing folks. It could. So they're, they're challenges that we're trying to solve for relate right back exactly. to the businesses that we're in. So I don't feel like I've, you know, maybe I'm not in the day-to-day firefight, sure, <laughs> uh, but I don't feel like I've been removed and to your point, the passion, you know, coming to this side of the business, you know, nine and a half years ago, I haven't lost. And I, and I, and I, Tom is the same way. I, I credit Tom with that too. Like, you know, we, what we're doing every day to keep, you know, trying to keep independent retailers, not only in business, but thriving. Um, That's, you know, you can put your head on the pillow at night going, all right, you know, we did, we made, we moved, we moved a little bit, you know, closer to, to victory today. And, and it's a, it is a, every day's a fight, every day changes. Um, but I think, you know, that that passion is what fuels us and, and, and hopefully this organization.
0: No, it's awesome to see. And it's infectious too, man. Uh, I mean that wholeheartedly. It's awesome to, to talk to you guys and and pick your brains and, uh, you know, see what the team's doing. It's been a pleasure to, not only cover but be a part of as well so this is a a lot of fun and i know you know you got a lot still going on so we'll we'll uh we'll end it there and you know certainly not the last time you'll be on a podcast for sure so uh but we we appreciate you taking the time pj and um diving a little bit into it it's cool to to see both on the event side and and the uh you know the the data and everything else we got going on for our members you know what's going on so we appreciate it
1: i appreciate the time yeah thanks rob
0: Awesome. And thanks again to Patrick. Uh, Just a a great conversation, a a great, you know, individual to be able to talk to and and have as a resource here at Nationwide. And um, I know that, you know, he said it's awesome to get up and and go to work every day for these members and and seeing the ways he's able to impact their businesses and, and, uh, you know, provide some benefit and and help them, you know, on a day-to-day basis is just awesome. So appreciate him taking the time to share some of that knowledge with us. And, uh, you know, as always appreciate you listening to the independent thinking podcast and we'll catch you next time.